0: what's going on ghosties welcome back to tales of spooky coffee house if you're new here welcome to our podcast we are your hosts i'm veronica and i'm chelsea and it's time for our much needed coffee break chelsea yes are you ready no (laughs) (laughs) oh this is gonna be fun okay so ghosties chelsea there is so much that has happened, and so much that's been going on in the past couple of weeks—from alien mummies getting CT scans and MRIs in Mexico to a missing F-35 jet that flew for 60 miles after the pilot ejected and finally crashing in South Carolina. So, am oh, I going to talk about Go back, <laughs> back to the mummies. <laughs> Yeah bro, so these mummies so Mexico had these mummies. They're like they're they're really small and they had them like in casket type things. Uh And it was the government doing it, and they swear that they're real. And they did like CT scans and MRI scans. Is it real? I don't know. There's TikTok saying, like, oh, the aliens were just cake. And then they see, like, you see a video of them slicing the alien, and it is cake. But who knows if it's the alien from the same ones that the government had? Maybe they just made a replica cake out of it. I don't know. But. That's one of the events that went down in the last couple of weeks. Just to give you a little, uh, <laughs> a little taste of uh, some of my catch-up topics here. Just okay. wanted to get you warmed up. Okay. Okay. Are you still processing the alien mummies getting getting them Yeah. It's okay. No, it's okay. Sit on it. Sit on that thought. You're fine. Take your time. But you know what? Let's put a pause on that. Let's put a pause on that and move forward to. Did you hear about Las Vegas getting hacked? No. So, Las Vegas got hacked in the past couple of weeks. Of course, it's not the first time it's happened. But this time, it was pretty bad. They hacked most of the MGM casinos. Caesars Palace, I believe, was the one that paid off the hackers to leave them alone, of course. They left them alone for a minute, came came right back. Because the casinos are paying them to fuck off, pretty much. Mm -hmm. So, because they know they're going to get paid off they keep coming back now there's rumors going around that there's hackers trying to hack the the dome that they have out there that big old ball thing i they they say that because of the way it was built and all the technical stuff it's going to be very difficult to hack it so we'll see we'll see what happens but that's one of the events that happened in the past couple of weeks as well i feel like saying that is like
1: asking for somebody to try
0: yeah kind of putting like the idea out
1: there yeah like oh they said like it's gonna be really hard let's see how hard it actually is and you know what i mean
0: they're like let's fuck around and find out
1: yeah exactly
0: (laughs) next thing that i'd like to bring up to you guys i came across i don't ever remember if it's a fucking reel from instagram or a tiktok but there is a theory that Mary Poppins and Pennywise are the same, come from the same type of reverse uh, 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 creature. <laughs> like they're the <laughs> same. I don't know. I had it earlier. Mary Poppins and Pennywise are from the same species. There you okay. go. Okay. Because both Mary Poppins and Pennywise return in a 24 to 26, 27 period. They both come back and obviously visit children, but they each have different type of ways to go about it. So Pennywise feeds off of their fear to where Mary Poppins feeds off of their happiness. Mm -hmm. They're always revisiting the same. Kids too, even the adults. You know, once they're adults. So I thought that was a pretty interesting theory, just because you would never think Mary Poppins, Pennywise in the same sentence. So right. I thought I'd put that in your brains, just so you guys can, you know, I feel your like, minds on it. I feel like I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised not- if you've talked about it before, because I, when I heard about it and I started typing it in our notes, I was like, I feel like we've touched this topic before, but I don't remember. I'll bring it up again for those who are just joining our podcast. Um, Yeah, but it was it was quite interesting.
1: Yeah, that is an interesting theory. I wonder if Stephen King would ever consider like putting that in the Mary Poppins is Pennywise's sister or something like that. Yeah, because like I feel Um, (laughs) feel like Mary Poppins would not adapt to that theory,
0: but Stephen King would be (laughs) morbid enough to do it. Oh, yeah. And that'd be very interesting to watch. Just because we grew up with these two characters our whole lives. hmm Next up on the list, did you hear about the situation with Kaiser Hospitals out here in California? No. So there are 16 in total Kaiser Hospitals in California that had unsecure dumpster insane finds. So guess what they, fo- they found in these unsecured dumpsters? Unsecure what? meaning like dumpsters you I see... Can- walking towards on the, the sidewalk. Yeah. yeah they found body parts they found, blood. they found blood they found HIPAA I should have started off with the HIPAA but they found HIPAA <laughs> Um because yeah, yeah. now I'm stuck on the body parts <laughs> yeah they found body parts they found blood they found things that you would imagine they need to put in like hazardous waste it was just in this regular old unsecured dumpster and it happened at 16 kaiser hospitals at first i thought it was just one no
1: 16 oh my gosh somebody's gonna get fired
0: multiple somebodies well kaiser's trying to pay it off pretty much so i thought that was interesting do you want to hear about the whaley house or my movie review first the whaley house of course okay so ghosties i went to the whaley house again it was so much fun we did an APM tour which is great if you listened to the episode where I talked about my first experience at the Whaley house, you would know that I went with my mom and my brother, and our tour guide was Bullet. I loved Bullet so much. He was so charismatic and into the role of just making sure we get spooked and giving us all the details of the house and the family. Did you get him uh, again? So, can you, can you wait? Oh, sorry. I'm just kidding. <laughs> So, yeah, we did get him again. And I want to say it's because of me. So I went with Z. And so we are walking around during the daytime before, way before our tour starts. And I see him on the front steps. So I, uh, you know, I had some tequila in me, which makes me very social. And (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I was like, Bullet, is that you? And he goes, yes, it is. And I go to him and I'm I oh my god, dude. I think about this. I've been thinking about this ever since it happened. Instead of giving him a handshake
1: you, you sound like you're fangirling, but also not.
0: <laughs> it's so like,
1: it's so weird how you're talking about him right now.
0: <laughs> Don't tell Pedro. Um so instead, of, <laughs> instead of giving him a handshake, I fucking gave him a fist bump. Um, <laughs> I was like, Hey, are you going to be doing the night tours? And he was like, yeah, I am actually. And I was like, Oh, that's great. You were my tour guide last year when I came for the first time and you were so great. And we were wondering if there's any way we can request to have you um and he pretty much said like he doesn't know how it's gonna work out he may he may not and I was like well if I need to demand it just let me know where to go (laughs) so come to our tour he was our tour guide which was very exciting he kept giving me a look like (laughs) buddy um (laughs) so are you sure it wasn't
1: like oh it's the creepy girl
0: no because I didn't talk to him a lot I didn't interact with him a lot because you know like creepy I know how to not be creepy you know because I know how what like creepy is and how people could be creepy. So I stay away from doing those things, like consistently asking for attention or asking questions or just, you know, so I stay quiet. I enjoyed the show. I, there was an obnoxious girl in our group. So she took the attention away, which was like, great, go for it. Oh, obnoxious. Um, I, th- I thought you said obnoxious. I, you know, I'm sick a little, so I couldn't pronounce it. Like, the, the, the <laughs> sound wouldn't come out, right? Anyways, moving on. So the first time I went to the Whaley house, I sensed nothing. Nothing. No sadness, no anger, no happiness even. It was just like, okay, I'm enjoying the tour. I'm happy. I'm excited. And I thought it was because I was so excited that it overlooked Powered any, your... you know? Yeah. Um. This time around, after we were done in the courtroom, they move us to the room next door. While we were standing in there, I kid you not, I wouldn't lie about this. I was standing there. He's talking to us, telling us about some history, you know, stuff like that. And I feel dizzy to the point where I actually start like having like a conversation with myself. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm going to be that dumbass that passes out. I'm passing out. I'm going to pass out. And so I went up to Z and I grabbed onto her arm and I was like, I think I'm going to pass out. (laughs) I got so lightheaded. It was the craziest thing. And then we got out of that room and I was fine for the remainder of the tour. But I just wanted to share that experience. I love the Whaley house. The history is rich. If you don't know much about the Whaley house, I did do a segment on it. Go back to season one, check it out. I believe it was season one. Go back and check it out. Last thing on my catch-up list. I know I have a lot to talk about, guys. But it's been it's been, a, it's been a while since we've talked. I watched the new Scream movie last night. Wait, and... wait, wait, wait. wait. Scream? Yeah, is that not what it's called? You haven't f- finished the other movies. That's not the point. The point is... This how does is you- the point! You're supposed to watch them in order. Excuse me. I'm trying to give you my review here. If How review the fuck are good. these characters, oh, also spoiler alert, how the fuck are these characters gonna get stabbed multiple times and then walk around like nothing happened? That's the whole, like, the franchise itself, but when it was just the original trilogy,
1: it was always that, like, no matter what happened, like, the impossible was possible. That's why they always say... If you don't see a bullet go through a, a killer's head, they're not dead. That's why people can get stabbed multiple times and still walk like they're, like there's nothing. Are you talking about Chad specifically? Chad and also the girl got that got stabbed up. in the train. <laughs> she was only stabbed once. You can survive a, a stab wound. No, like, that's I think believable. she was stabbed
0: twice. No, I think, she, I, think I saw him stab her twice.
1: Okay, <laughs> two times is still not that bad.
0: Okay, let like,
1: me Chad-, <laughs> like, like, Chad got
0: <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> Chad, Chad got up? fucked up though like forty though. times and he's like on the gurney like, <laughs> 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 like bitch what? <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: that's why that's why I feel like Stu is still alive because Everyone's like, you can't survive the TV falling on your head. Okay, first of all, he was still moving after the TV fell on his head. And second of all, yes, you
0: can. Have you, do you have anyone to talk to, like, professionally? No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm a broke bitch and I don't have insurance, so no. Cause yikes, dude, yikes. (laughs) Uh, but anyways, that's all my catch Therapy, okay.
0: I owe you therapy. No,
1: you are my therapy.
0: Oh <laughs> yeah, well, you're not gonna get that far. <laughs> oh.
1: Anyways, moving on from that. Why don't you just start on the true crime topic of the week since you're
0: talking? Absolutely love to. My true crime topic of the week, Ghostie's, is about the mistress killer clown. I hate you. Burm, burm, burm. Chelsea's favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, today I'm going to be talking about the true crime case of the murder of Marlene Warren, who was age 40 when she died. In May 1990, Marlene watched as a clown wearing an orange wig, a painted on happy face, and flowers approach her front doorstep. Marlene's last words would be... Oh, how sweet. Before she was shot by the clown, Marlene's 21-year-old son ran to her side as she collapsed in the doorway and even made eye contact with the clown. Now, let's pause there. Chelsea, what would you do if you were at your front doorstep and you see a clown walking up to you with flowers and balloons? I'd make sure that my front door was locked and run. Why would you run if you're in your house? Because he's still there. Like, I would not stay there. You've been watching too many uh, screen movies. I we need to put you in, a, in one of those classes, like how to survive. Okay, scary. but you
1: just said that this clown walked up to the door and shot her. So, <laughs> he, you want me to, I'm to stand by my front door where I can get shot? Fuck you. I am <laughs> normal in this situation. My fight or flight reflexes are to fight. I'm good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, down. It's (laughs) down. Okay, we'll pick it back up. No. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So the clown would then flee the scene in a Chrysler with no license plate, of course. Marlene would unfortunately later die two days later at Palms West Hospital. Come to find out, the killer clown was none other than Marlene's husband's mistress, later to become his wife, Sheila Keane Warren. There had been issues between Marlene and her husband, to the point where Marlene would tell her loved ones that if anything were to ever happen to her, it was her husband. But by, it's always by a husband. the way, in case well, I shouldn't say husband. Was, it's always a spouse. It's always a spouse. It's always yeah. a spouse. Um, but by the way, in case anyone was wondering, Sheila met Michael at work. Michael was her boss, and she was married to someone else. While she, while she had this affair with Michael. I believe she's currently still on trial over this murder. I will keep you posted if I find any new information on it. Um, I just saw Killer Clown and thought it'd be great to talk about this with Chelsea here. Listen. Listening. Just clowns, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're just That's annoying. It. I just find clowns annoying. They're not scary. They're annoying. Um, um, until
1: they kill you.
0: Well, I hope you don't see any clowns approaching you anytime soon, during the day, during the night, at your home, or anywhere else. Mm, I would fucking run. Well, make sure to pat them down. Make sure they don't have no uh, butcher knife or gun. Pat them down. I'm going to
1: be nowhere near them. (laughs) All right, all right. She says.
0: (laughs) Ghosties, ghosties. I am so sorry for Chelsea's behavior today. Um, I am aggressive. I do not like
1: clowns. They can just fuck off. And Let's
0: go ahead and move on to the paranormal topic, (laughs) Chelsea. Why don't don't we talk about the paranormal topic of the week? (laughs) So, the paranormal topic
1: this week, we are going to be taking a, a trip to Charleston, South Carolina to talk about the Dock Street Theater. Okay. So the construction of the original Dock Street Theater was believed to have started in the year 1735, and it opened in February of 1736. When the theater was first conducted, it had great success. Everybody in the South loved it. Unfortunately, it burned down in the Charleston Fire of 1740, so like four Mm -hmm. years later. They did rebuild it eventually, and it became the planters hotel even though it was a hotel at the time they still kept the like theater room available and they had a lot of theater groups because of it and surprisingly enough there was a actor who stayed there by the name of junius brutus booth now if if anybody kind of was like that sounds familiar booth was the father of john wilkes booth who, as if that doesn't sound familiar, then I don't know. Killed
0: somebody, right? Shot somebody? Yeah,
1: he killed the president, Abraham Lincoln. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) fun historical fact. So happy I knew that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, the story of Junius Booth is that after one performance, um, for unknown reasons, they don't know if he was drunk or like something happened, but he became really angry and attacked the hotel's manager, almost killing him. Mm. But they said that they like kept him there, so he was still one of the more popular actors at that theater. So after this, during the Civil War, because you know, everything was affected during that war, uh, Charleston was no exception, and the hotel fell into ruin because of the economy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then not long after in eighteen eighty six, there was an earthquake in Charleston, which just further damaged the building. It sat forgotten about for about 50 years before the mid-1930s when the Works Progress Administration, which is an agency established during the Great Depression to create work for unemployed workers, they announced their intentions to repurpose the building to renovate it for office use. During the reconstruction for this, they ended up completely changing their plans and ended up rebuilding the original Dock Theater. It remained open until about 2007 when Mm -hmm. they were forced to close temporarily because it needed renovations. It was, you know, 70 plus years since the Works Progress Administration had done their reconstruction. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So it took three years, so in about 2010, and $19 million, the Dock Theater reopened on March 18th, 2010, And it is a historic theater now and continues to serve as a antebellum era theater. So, one of the ghosts that haunts the theater is kind of like the smaller known ghost. It is that of Junius Booth. Nobody is sure why his ghost haunts the theater, but he's the easiest to believe that he's haunting the theater. Um, Some argue that he doesn't have, like, a stronghold on it because the only significance that he had to the theater was that he tried to kill the hotel manager, but people have claimed to see a male apparatus who resembles Junius Booth. So that's why they believe that it's him. Others believe that it's possibly just another actor that nobody knew that didn't want to leave the spotlight. And then we have the ghost of Nettie. She's the most frequently spotted and some claim that her name was Nettie Dickerson and others believe that she was just- she had no name or a different name and that the locals just named her Nettie. But either way, she's known as Nettie the Ghost, and she lived in Charleston during the eighteen hundreds, during the height of the Planters Hotel. She was a prostitute who lived within the hotel. It's a smart place oh. to live
0: if you're a prostitute,
1: right? Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. It was a it was a great place for prostitutes mainly because there was a lot of me- wealthy men that congregated around the hotel as it was like the you know one of the best hotels at the time Mm -hmm. and the reason she became a prostitute is because at the time you know in the in the 1800s many women who were not married by 17 were considered to be old and hey. Nettie was yeah, yeah. N- Nettie was twenty-five when she moved to Charleston. So while the wealthy men were looking for brides who were still in their teens, you know, many were not opposed to sleeping with somebody who they consider to be a spinster, which is an old lady.
0: A uh, what? What's it called? A spinster. Writing that down so I could call all my uh, over 30 that <laughs> spinster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so like I said like she was considered old to be um, for a non-married woman but she was said to be extremely beautiful which caused the men in her life to be more interested in lust and not you know marriage or love I bet you're more beautiful than her I don't know if I should take it as a compliment or what do you mean me, or, or are you telling me that I'm about to become a prostitute
0: well you know what you read into it however you want to read into it um <laughs> <laughs> so, when she did, before she became a prostitute,
1: she did work <laughs> in a church in Charleston. Okay. And, uh, When she quit to become a prostitute, she had bought one of the most expensive dresses that they had in the town, which was a beautiful red dress that was just like extravagant. With this dress that and her looks, that was what aided her in becoming one of the best in her profession. And because she stopped going to church on Sundays and society was viewing her negatively, many of the women whose husbands she was sleeping with began to start creating rumors and would talk badly about her. And because of this and her lack of discretion with sleeping with, you know, their husbands, it not only cost her customers in the long run, but it also caused her to go broke because of that loss. Mm-hmm. So she went out on her second floor balcony of the of the hotel and stood outside while a storm was coming. She started to shout at all of the high society women that were creating negativity on her as the storm continued to brew. And the priest who had cared for her that was at the church that she worked at had heard her screaming and went to help her. Mm -hmm. And she yelled down, save me. And a bolt of lightning hit right after saying that and struck her and she died. Yeah. So she got struck by lightning after like that. Those were her last words. You can't save me. And I just think that that's like mind blowing. Yeah. What a way to go. I know. And she was, of course, wearing her her beautiful red dress so they say that if you see her you see her ghost she is wearing the red dress Ooh, yes. i like that yes it's very a lot of when i was like reading into it a lot of people were saying that if you see her she's actually not beautiful and that because she was struck by lightning she actually looks like a zombie in death oh yeah so i'm like I'm like, I don't know, if I go visit this place and I see her, like, what am I going to see, a beautiful woman or a fucking zombie?
0: Here's the thing, I don't mind seeing shit, I don't mind seeing yeah. ghosts. What I would mind if, if is if that ghost starts approaching me.
1: Mm, yes. You know mm-hmm. what I mean?
0: Like, yes. that, that? that's not okay, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> that's that's where when you're I, uh... the, I'm getting the
1: fuck out of here.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, look, I do draw the line somewhere. Because if I'm footsteps, whether it's walking or running, period, especially coming towards me, oh, dog, I'm out. <laughs> I'm right. Out. Mm-hmm. Like, why the fuck are you coming at me like that? I'm, I've, to I'm so punch. glad. It
1: took us almost the end of season two to find out where you draw the line with ghosts.
0: I, we should celebrate. Yeah, that's a celebration. We yep, yeah, we'll smoke after this. Well, I have. (laughs) And I told you this, so thanks for bringing it up again. Okay, well, you can drink and I can smoke. No, but you know what? How about this? How about, Ghosties? Are you, are you, can you hear me? Can you hear me? We can hear you. Okay. How about October 13th, which happens to be Friday the 13th? Uh huh. We release our final episode. Uh And we just celebrate. We could smoke and drink and 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 talk about spooky stuff and 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 I thought it was gonna come out much more exciting than this, but it's not. <laughs> um, but we should address that. We should address that. I know you guys thought that our last episode was gonna be in September, but there has been some change of plans. Not that you're not gonna hear from us on our uh, off season. You're definitely going to hear from us. You're going to get tired of us, I hope. Um, I hope not. I hope, well. I hope, but I hope not. We understand. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, So we will be releasing a special episode and our final episode of season two, October 13th. We're really excited. Should we say what we're going to do or wait? I want it to be a surprise. I yeah, think we've given uh, it enough
1: that our season finale of season two is gonna be on Friday the thirteenth. I think yeah. that's pretty exciting.
0: Yeah. So we'll keep it a surprise for you guys. It's gonna be fun. I might get emotional just because I'm so attached to this podcast. Not that it's we're not coming back for season three, but or are we? Dun dun dun. <laughs> we are. <laughs> don't don't lie to them. We are. Or are we dun dun dun! <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Anyways
1: let's let's get to the tarot card reading. Yes, please. So by the time this episode comes out, tomorrow will be October
0: 1st, which means <gasps> it is the start of the new month. Yes, how exciting. And if I may, in case uh-huh. my friend Bird is listening, her birthday's on October 1st. So, Bird, happy birthday. Guess this, she's gonna be 30. Whoa. That's old. the big 3-0. Three zero, and if there's any listeners out there and you're 30 or over i'm just kidding i'm just bullying her but yeah happy (laughs) birthday bird um i i wish you many many more um but yes move on moving on sorry (laughs) (laughs) do a little birthday shout out
1: i don't blame you you are fine (laughs) so the tarot card reading for this month is the month ahead for the month of october and card one represents the overall theme of the month Card two is the energy that we have currently, card three is what we should embrace, card four is what we need to let go of, card five are are the obstacles that we're going to face this month, and card six is the advice and support. So card one is the overall theme of the month and this comes through of the Emperor. There is security coming to us because we are on top of things and everything is finally getting under control. All of our hard work and discipline are finally paying off, and we are now in charge of setting our own rules and boundaries. I don't know about yes. you, but this is exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. The emperor is also known as the father figure in the tarot card. So there may be a chance that you're adopting this fatherly role, regardless of whether you are male or female, providing for your family or protecting and defending your loved ones when I first read this I related to it mm-hmm. um, I do have someone very close to me who their father is not in their life but <laughs> this is gonna sound weird but I told her she could call me daddy because I love her and unfortunately that her father is my brother And Mm -hmm. I love my niece very much. So just know that you are being recognized as such. You are also someone who demands for respect and authority. Status, power, and recognition are essential to you. And you are most comfortable in a leadership role where you can command and direct others. Pretty much, I feel like the theme of the month is you taking control of your life. Mm -hmm. And being that quote-unquote father figure for someone and or yourself so it's compared to last month we're we're doing good so far we're we're... right exactly okay that's why it's so exciting we're
1: finally finally starting to get our shit together you know ghosties let us know if that's how you feel or if this is like completely opposite from you i'm always interested to know like how it works out for other like for listeners
0: Mm -hmm. because i
1: feel like create like Because like, you know, everybody, everything in the universe is connected one way or another. And Mm -hmm. I feel like everybody is either on one side of the spectrum or the other, like, you know what I mean, to have that balance. And so it's kind of like that yin yang effect. So like, I'm always interested to know if this is like completely opposite for some listeners, Mm
0: -hmm. or if
1: it's completely spot on, because it's always going to be like one way or the other, you
0: know? Yeah, and it's very much possible that this may not relate to some of you, and it may relate more to others and than some. But I see a relation to this. I see a relationship, a relationship, a relation between <laughs> the emperor and Chelsea. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, Chelsea, I will be more than happy to tell you after we're done recording, just because it is personal. But well, and I, I
1: kind of know like where you're going with it. I kind of was at that like thought of mine too when I was reading it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Ghosties let us know cuz we're very fascinated with this and we'd love to hear whether it really see or not um your two cents on the readings. Mm-hmm. So, card 2
1: is the energy that we currently have and this comes through the 5 of wands reversed. Now, even though the emperor is telling us that the overall theme is like everybody getting their shit together, Our energy right now, and mind you, it's still September, Ghosties, is that of Mm -hmm. confliction? so we're either conflicted about an issue or unclear on where we stand on maybe it's a certain topic or in life in general, you know, however it interprets to you. But we're going to start coming to terms with these issues and really compromising with others or making an agreement with yourself, like with boundaries on whether or not you can stand something anymore. So it's really all like starting to come together, even though at the present moment, our energy going
0: into October is still gonna have that confliction Mm -hmm. you may be stuck in between you may be in the middle of a crossroads right you have different directions that you could take you're unsure of which direction to take in the back of your mind you might know which one you should take but sometimes making that choice is hard it is and the five of wands reverse can suggest that you have the tendency to avoid conflicts wherever feasible so you're avoiding a certain path because you fear conflicts coming about but the thing about life is is that you're gonna run into conflicts whether you want to or not it's just Mm -hmm. about having the balls to actually take that first step forward and you know like the emperor says once you make that rough decision with you know here with the five of wands reversed you're going to be in a position of power whether that power is at work, in your household, or just with yourself. So I hate this card because it's very, like, it's calling me out specifically, I feel. But that that's how I'm seeing it as well. So card three represents what we should embrace this month. And
1: what we really need to embrace is the hardship that we are facing right now. So this can mm-hmm. come from a loss or a separation or sorrow, even heartbreak and Really addressing or facing or reconciling with someone who hurt you in the past is really going to help you move forward so you can release everything that is holding you back. Because not embracing whatever it is that you're feeling whether it is loss or grief or or pain or anything not Mm -hmm. accepting your feelings is just going to make it worse for you and you won't be able to let go and move forward
0: yeah exactly it's going to hold you back and you may also be hypersensitive to others words and need to develop a thick skin let go of the hurt that these words are causing you it will only hold you back Mm -hmm. and do some self-reflection so what has triggered these feelings and why how might you address the underlying issue three of swords reverse also encourages you to pay attention to your inner thoughts and self-talk not that you shouldn't go to others to talk things out or you know ask for advice but you yourself should take a moment and see how you feel how you came to be in this position and kind of reassess what's going on what's being said the actions that are happening that are placing you in this difficult situation so you definitely need Mm -hmm. to embrace yourself as far as what you think make sure you're listening to yourself listen to your gut but like I said don't take this the wrong way and take it as you know oh I shouldn't go to someone I need to figure this out on my own no it's mm-hmm. perfectly fine to go for someone for advice preferably a professional i know some people are really against that or see it as like something embarrassing but you'd be surprised you'd really be surprised take a time and and have a little conversation with yourself maybe not in public you know people, you it's crazy. <laughs> unless you want to slap some headphones on people will never know right
1: right i mean at least have some kind of headphone on don't you don't want to look like a a weirdo talking to themselves Unless that's where you're trying to end up. Maybe they're trying to end up in a mental institution. We should not assume. Um, Moving on. Card four, (laughs) what we need to let go of this month. And this comes through the lover's reverse. So again, focusing on that imbalance or disharmony that's in our life right now, we really need to let go of all of that. We need to be open to either getting past our hurt or reopening our hearts, if that's what you're fearing. But in order to let go, we need to become aware of what we value, what we need, and we really need to make ourselves a priority.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you may find yourself in relationships, friendships, whether it's with a significant other, family members, or friends. Even co Even co-workers, yes. You may find your relationship are strains and communication is challenging. You guys are not on the same page. The advice that the lover's reverse gives you is to try to remember why this person was in your life in the first place and why they play an important role in your life if unfortunately Mm -hmm. you come to the conclusion that they don't deserve to be in your life make that choice it's a hard choice to make but sometimes and it, it needs to be made it's for the better I know it sounds super cliche but when you make those hard decisions to let someone go you wonder why you held on for so long Mm -hmm. so you know either let go of said person or remember why they were in your life to begin with and know that not all bad things last forever and you can move on from them Mm -hmm. yeah card five is
1: the obstacles that we are going to face this month and this comes through the knight of wands i think this card is perfect for what this card represents because the knight of wands represents a lot of things and you know we're talking about all of the things that we need to overcome this month and it's not gonna be just hardship that we have to overcome or that's going to be causing obstacles for us it's also going to affect our choices that we make because the knight of wands really represents being adventurous taking risks going on Mm -hmm. adventures um i mean i think i said that but it's really all about (laughs) making decisions in order to do all that so you have to make decisions to be adventurous or take a risk and something and this could be for anything so it's it's multiple things happening you know maybe it's in our in our work in our relationship in our family in our friends just, just anything really but the most important thing that the knight of wands really represents is finishing what you start. Because when you finish something that you start, success is going to happen, even if it's just like you are successfully finished that task. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Many of the obstacles that we're going to be facing this month are, are just making those decisions and to keep pushing forward with whatever it is that we started to do.
0: Mm-hmm. And going back to the whole crossroads, you know, being in a position where you have these options and you don't know which one to take which road to take but you Mm -hmm. kind of know deep down which one to take you're just scared the knight of wands shows the actual pursuit of that idea okay so that is going to be the obstacle this month i think there's many of us that are just fearing that first step but once you make that first step the second step won't be as hard and the third step will be less as hard
1: Yeah, isn't there a
0: saying like
1: taking that first step is the hardest and everything comes easy after that or something?
0: Correct. Correct. Perfect. Perfectly said. So Chelsea's definitely right. Just remember that you are bold and courageous and willing to venture into unknown territories to further your mission and your dreams. So hopefully this gives you some kind of encouragement to... Pursue whichever idea or project you have going on. Just fucking go for it.
1: Before we move on to the next card, I just want to tell you that you just made me extremely happy. Why? Because I have it on recording. Chelsea is right.
0: (laughs) I'm so happy right now. Dude, what the fuck? You tricked (laughs) me. I didn't you trick you. I didn't trick you. I didn't even know. Like, you know,
1: you know who, who are, are the you today. I am a you great copy. You are not happy the Chelsea myself. that I've known. That's because I'm the Chelsea who had some really good smoking stuff.
0: And you're mean. I mean? Yeah.
1: Oh, am I the bully this episode? Ooh. <laughs> How the tables have turned. so moving on to card six our final card this is the advice and support and it comes through the knight of cups so i'm kind of conflicted about this card so this card represents that we are either like romantic or imaginative kind of like artistic that we are the type of person who really follows our hearts that we're in love with love itself that kind of thing and that romantic proposals and attraction are going to be happening and might like sweep us off our feet but I really feel like, even though that's what this card represents, I'm getting the vibes that that's not going to be a good thing going into the decisions and the obstacles that we need to make and overcome this month. I feel like that's going to be our weakness this month. I don't know. I'm getting. I'm just getting that vibe. And um, interesting. Yeah. So I feel like the advice is like that. Is what we we feel inside and that we really need to not just think with our hearts. We need to remember to think with our heads, with, with the facts, you know, kind of have that balance of, of how we go about making decisions. So I feel like that's what our advice is telling us this month.
0: It's, it's weird. Cause it's telling you something completely different than what it's telling me. Like, really? I think, I think maybe there's supposed to be not two meanings, but two versions uh, of how this tarot card comes off as so uh-huh. chelsea may be one way to look at it and my way to look at it is yes the knight of cups is a ro- is a classic romantic of the tarot deck but what i'm understanding is that his intuition and emotions he is in touch with so he is in touch with his intuition he is in touch with his emotions he is um charming and knows how to attract others He shows compassion and understanding towards others because he's learned to understand his own feelings and emotion, going back to that self-talk and listening to your inner thoughts. I think it's going to be very important to connect with yourself, to come to terms with how you're feeling, how you're thinking. And once you've come to terms with that, I feel like it'll be easier to attract others, whether in a romantic way, a friendship way, a professional way, Like I said, it's very general. Okay, I feel like if this was a specific reading for a specific person, we might be able to kind of narrow it down what you know, this card is specifically talking about, but I don't think it's specifically talking about romance. I think this card is simply advising you guys to be in touch with yourself, be in touch with your feelings, Uh your emotions. And, you know, if you're not already practice being compassionate towards others. Because once you have those things locked down, you're going to be much more easier to honestly understand. And that'll make it easier for people to, you know, come into your life. You won't be in, an enigma, something that, you know, you just can't fucking put your finger on. Like you just can't explain what kind of person you are. With. Make sure that you guys try to come to term with yourself before trying to open yourself to others is what I'm trying to say. So you may relate to Chelsea's advice. You may relate to my advice. Well, and I think they go hand in hand,
1: too, because I didn't necessarily mean, like, like mine to be, like, a romantic way, but, like, don't make decisions, like, based on how your heart feels or, like, how you feel. Really look into, like, the logical side, too, like, what's best for you, but what's, like, what
0: makes sense for your life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. I get you. It it all kind of connects, this whole reading. Like, all the cards really connect, Mm -hmm. and it definitely makes sense. So, we're stuck we need to make hard decisions. Once we take that first step, things slowly start to fall into place. We need mm-hmm. we need <laughs> we need to come to terms with ourselves cuz once we do that, we'll allow the right people to come into our life, the right situation, the right job, like I said, very general, okay? So, take it how you will, but I'm seeing a connection with all these cards and I hear you. <laughs> But anyways, that being said, we have reached the end of our episode, sadly. I know. Um, Chelsea, any final words? Um, no,
1: I think I'm good. This is Okay,
0: well, well a ride for me. No no apologies or anything? For what? For your behavior. No. I am, okay, who we'll go I am. See, on behalf of <laughs> Chelsea. I'm sorry she yelled in your ears. She's very unstable today. I don't know what's gotten into her. Well, I do. You know but... exactly what's gotten into me. <laughs> Whoa. All right. Well, that being said, thank you, ghosties, for joining us this week. We hope you had as much fun as we did. If so, make sure you give us a follow on Instagram and TikTok. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you want a tarot card reading, please feel free to DM us. Um, we'd love to do a reading for you. Again, we are your hosts. I'm Veronica. And I'm Chelsea. And we hope you have a spooky weekend. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.